2: This is a pre recorded program presented by KSL News Radio and Intermountain Healthcare. Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. We discuss the important community issues of stronger mental health, emotional wellness, and the growing problem of addiction. Here's our host, Maria Shaleos, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters today. We are talking about reaching out to Utah's homeless population during the COVID nineteen outbreak, and I have all the experts with me today. With me, Terry Faust, who's the community health director for Intermountain Healthcare. Diane Rindlesbacher, who's the community testing lead for COVID for Intermountain Healthcare. Dr. Michelle Goldberg, who's the medical director for the Fourth Street Clinic, and Van Aston, who is a physician's assistant at the Hope Clinic in Ogden for the homeless and. Welcome to all of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Glad to be here. I'd like to start out and kind of have each of you talk about what your role is with the homeless in the community. And I'm going to take you in order. So, Terry, go ahead and describe for us what your role is.
2: Oh, thank you very much. First of all, I just want to um, express appreciation to all of my partners here today um, because they help support me in my role, which right now during this uh, crisis is Um, working as the community partner liaison, working with all of our partners in the community to to support our vulnerable populations um, and specifically our homeless population.
3: Okay, Diane, go ahead. My role as it relates to this
2: COVID uh, pandemic
3: is to organize Intermountain's efforts around testing for COVID. That includes 25 uh, fixed community testing locations across the state uh, with one location in Idaho. And at the request of the state, we stood up a mobile testing uh, RV unit that will take to targeted locations such as homeless populations.
0: Michelle, for those who are unaware, tell us about the 4th Street Clinic and your role.
4: So the 4th Street Clinic is a um, a federally qualified health center that serves primarily homeless individuals um all the time so not just during covid and um during covid we see the same population and do testing for covid um, and provide other support services to our homeless patients through the pandemic
0: okay van it's your turn
1: i work at hope clinic up in ogden at the lantern house homeless shelter where we are affiliated with midtown community health center and much like fourth street clinic we provide medical care for the homeless population here Um, Even outside the COVID pandemic, um, we see them for all of their general medical needs, their mental health needs, um, and have also been providing testing and other resources for them since this started.
0: Okay. I'd like to learn more about how the homeless population is being impacted by COVID-19, and are they more vulnerable? And maybe I'll just go backwards this time. And Van, why don't you start and tell us what you are seeing up in Ogden?
1: So far in Ogden, we've been pretty lucky. We have yet to have a positive test in the homeless population here Um, we're testing as frequently as we possibly can particularly with the expanded uh, symptoms that we're now responsible to look for Um, so like i said thankfully we haven't yet have had a positive here but uh, they're at much higher risk given their comorbidities and their close living situation and so we're trying to keep a, a close eye on them and we also have been screening them every night as they come into the shelter itself. We check temperatures. We ask them questions just to make sure we can try and get ahead of it as quickly as possible when it does show up here in Ogden, because uh, it's inevitable that it we'll get here eventually.
0: Michelle, what are you seeing in Salt Lake City?
4: Yeah, so we, we unfortunately are seeing a um, significant number of cases in um, Salt Lake City homeless population, um, we, uh, the shelters in Salt Lake City are screening in that same way where they've been checking for fevers, um, and any other symptoms when a pay- when a client, um, enters the, the shelter, um, and, um, you know, they had a few cases that came up in, in one of the resource centers. And then, uh, with the Department of Health, Intermountain and the University of Utah, we, went out and tested the entire uh, resource center population um, at that one resource center and you know found a significant number of cases there and um, have worked to the, with the Department of Health who's created housing quarantine and isolation housing uh, they were able to move out individuals who um, tested positive to isolate them from the general population and then set up more social distancing in the resource centers um, to help the spread. I think that the social isolation that's happened so far um, in those resource centers and maintaining beds for longer times, things like that, has actually slowed a lot of the cases in the resource centers. Um, We've then unfortunately seen cases at other resource centers and homeless service providers. Um, But I think um, with all of us being Intermountain, University of Utah, Department of Health, all the resource centers and homeless service providers, there's been so much work around um, trying to do any type of social distancing and support for the community that I do think that there has been some slowing of cases um, for the population down in Salt Lake City.
0: Diane, what has been your challenge when it comes to testing?
4: Well, the biggest challenge that
3: I think most uh, individuals that are testing is our supply chain. And we see that not only for large health systems like Intermountain Healthcare, do we have enough swabs, but also our um, partners like the Fourth Street Clinic and Hope Clinic and other other community partners and other physicians um, have a challenge with Um, having enough swabs, and having enough PPE, and targeting uh, the testing we do based on all of the resources available. The beautiful thing, however, is we've formed partnerships with each other. You know, as Michelle said, um, it's a collaborative effort between the Department of Health, uh, community partners like um, the Fourth Street Clinic and the Hope Clinic, um, to dis- make decisions on where we should go and how Intermountain and our mobile unit can help and assist. Terry, give us your perspective. <sighs>
2: Yeah, you know, and then coordinating um, a lot of different things. Um, we're learning in each county from each other, which has been really helpful. But we're learning about, um, you know, how do we get results that from tests that happen in our EDs, for example, to um, the, the homeless individual and where they may be housed, isolated or quarantined? Um, how do we transport them? from our hospitals to where they'll be staying. Um, How do we uh, get medications to them? We're trying to uh, ensure that when they are discharged from our facilities, that they have a two-week supply of their medications so that can help um, as we transfer their care back to um, community-based care. And um, all of those have presented with their own challenges. Um, You know, we, these clients are often hard to um, track. Um, they're mobile and um, often don't have uh, contact numbers. And so all of those challenges that our homeless friends and population um, experience every day, um, this just compounds um, how we're trying to um, provide care. And I would just, again, um, you know, these people on, the, on our discussion today are really heroes in how they um, support these people every day.
0: Okay, at this point, we'll take a break and we'll be back with more on Healthy Mind Matters here on KSL News Radio.